Hi everyone, this is Empress Constance, and today I am sitting down with the one and only Mistress Melanie from TeasePrincess.com. Hi, Miss Melanie. Hello, Miss Constance. <laughs> Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. I know everybody's going to be very excited to hear it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to do it. Awesome. We're going to jump right on it. Okay. <laughs> my first question is, how long have you been doing phone sex for? Oh, boy. Officially or not officially? <laughs> um, all right. I've been doing phone sex like, uh, you know, for fun and everything for a very long time. Um, but I guess I started to do it as a job sort of thing in college a little bit um, because I just was not getting everything I needed for my boyfriend. So I just signed up with a phone sex company and started. So that was, let's see, I'm 31, maybe when I was like 21. So 10 years. Wow. Damn. All right. How long have you been with LDW? Since uh, 2009, so six years with LTW. Yeah, we started somewhere around the same time, I believe. We did. <laughs> okay, if you were to be asked, what would you say your style is? Well, you know, it's changed over the years. I think at first I was I was kind of sweet, and um, now I'm not. So um, <laughs> I think it's I'm a little tough and uh, bitchy, but... Uh, fun, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. And where at in your home do you take these calls? Well, I have a really huge bedroom with a big, you know, king size bed and stuff in it. And I have a little area set aside with a, a big comfy chair. And I put my laptop there sometimes, or sometimes I'm in bed. So usually in my big bedroom, but I also have an office in the house. So sometimes I do come into my office and close the door. Very nice. And do you have a set schedule that you follow? Um, I, I'm around weekdays, but I'm not around every weekday. So if anything, somebody can catch me during the week, during the day, uh, probably not at night or on the weekends. And do you accept appointments? Um, I don't accept appointments. I'm probably one of the few LDW mistresses who doesn't. The reason is, I'm here as much as I can be here, so you really have to, the callers have to kind of grab me while I'm here, and I don't want to take appointments while I'm logged in for everybody, and also, I just can't make an appointment to be horny. There's something about that that's just, <laughs> anyway, so no, at this time, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's a good, great way of explaining it. I mean, you can't make an appointment to be horny, and you're here <laughs> as much as you possibly can be here, so, you know, makes perfect sense to me. Well, thank you. Oh, your voice is so sexy. I know that you don't want this to be about you, but you have such a sexy voice. You're really getting me going. Anyway. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, so what are some of your favorite calls to do? I love humiliation calls and cuckold calls, um, teasing, sissy calls, guided masturbation is fun. Um, I'm not very much of a long call girl. Like after about a call girl, after about an hour, um, I I kind of start climbing up the rainbow. I don't know where I am, but you know, so shorter humiliation type calls are just a blast. Awesome. And are there any type of calls that you do not take? 
Yes. Um, I don't do any sort of family calls, not even step or anything like that. Um, I, I just, I don't do that stuff. Um, and also I really only do calls with nice callers. Uh, sometimes, you know, I know callers can be in a bad mood and they're a little grouchy, a little jerky once, once in a while, that's fine. But I've had some long-term callers who are just rude and I just can't talk to them anymore. And if they're listening, they know who they are. Um, so my ideal call is with somebody who's really, really cool and a nice person. Um, and that's probably more information than you wanted, but I'm just a real stickler about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great, and it lets everybody listening know exactly what your limits are. Be in a good mood when you call Miss Melanie. I don't right. know why you wouldn't be. You're getting to talk to, you know, a, a fantastic, fabulous, sexy woman. Um, and don't be rude. If you're rude, she don't want to talk to you, plain and simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is one of the craziest things you were ever told or maybe you saw on a webcam or even instructed somebody to do? Well, um, I had a caller once tell me that he had died and then he came back from the dead uh, just to call me. So that was pretty neat. <laughs> I never thought that I could bring someone back from the dead before. Apparently, you're that fucking sexy that you bring men back from the dead. I mean, I've been known to bring yeah. cocks back from the dead, but yes. entire men, wow, you're magical. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he swore up and down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> All right. Do you like doing two mistress calls? So that's probably the craziest, but <laughs> I love doing two mistress calls. And uh, the thing about two mistress calls with me is I tend to let the other mistress be in charge of the call uh, just because I, you know, I can pretty much play along with whatever she wants to do. And I just love hearing the talented LDW mistresses, the things that they come up with, you know, when I, of course, come up with things too, but in two mistress calls with me, I really do follow the other woman's lead. So I just love them. Cool. And are there any ladies that are like your go-to two mistress ladies? So let's say your client is saying, hey, let's have somebody join us. Who would be some of the ladies that you would pick? Well, pretty much, well, you, of course, we've had some great two mistress calls. Uh, Cecilia is one of my favorites. Uh, there are a few ladies I haven't had a chance to have calls with Olivia. I'd love to have a call with Delia, and I have had a few calls. And if I'm leaving anyone out, I don't mean to, but pretty much the hardcore day girls, I love to have calls with or am waiting, you know, to have calls with. Awesome. All right, I'm going to ask you these two questions together because they're quite similar. Um, do you have any hobbies, and what is it that you do when you're not taking calls? Well, when I'm not taking calls, I put on my Supergirl cape, and I go solve crime in New York City. <laughs> I fly from skyscraper to skyscraper. <laughs> and then I wake up. Um, I just, you know, it's kind of boring. I read a lot. I work out. Um, I have this uh, topless Jeep that I love to ride around in in all weather, except for snowstorms. But after snowstorms, even, it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that's pretty much it. Cool. What is your favorite sex toy to use on yourself? Um, oh, boy. I don't know. Do you want the truth or, like, the sexy answer? <laughs> I want whatever you want to give your listeners. Okay. Well, I do have a magic wand and I have a vibrator. Both are really awesome, but my favorite sex toy is my very own fingers because I can control them and I'm all about control. And I just love what my fingers do. Mm. Oh, okay. yeah. 
What is your favorite sex toy to use on a partner? Well, I have, I do use my Hitachi magic wand on my partner and I love pressing it against his balls while I make him jerk off and I just rub it back and forth across his balls and let it vibrate and sometimes he begs me to pull it away and the vibration is so intense and he wants me to let up on him but I don't I push the Hitachi in even more and then I slip a butt plug up inside of his butt and he just goes crazy and screams so of course the neighbors think we're lunatics Oh my God, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have you ever been with a woman? Yeah, I've been with a woman. Um, I like being with women sometimes. I don't like breasts, but uh, I like all the other parts. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> nice, okay. <laughs> all right. Now, you're finding yourself stressed out, you've had a rough week, you're, you know, you just need a break. What's your favorite way to let loose and have a good time? Um, you know, I work out, but that's pretty much a daily thing. I'll, I'll pretty much go and take my best girlfriend and we'll go to the mall and we'll pay, play pranks on people. <laughs> I love to play pranks. Um, sometimes we film them, oh, which I probably shouldn't have said, but anyway... <laughs> I love to go cause trouble and play pranks on people. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> okay. If you could only use one word to describe yourself, what would that word be? Complicated. Wow. Good choice. Thank you. If you and only one man were left on this earth, who would you want that one man to be and why? I think I would want that one man to be honestly my my husband because he's my best friend. It's not so much a sexy relationship. It really isn't. We're more like best girlfriends and we just have a blast together. So I would just say him and a bunch of dildos and vibrators and I'm good. <laughs> Yay. All right. Um, now, when you're out and about and you're doing your everyday errands and in your everyday world, do you ever see people or items in stores and such in a kinky way because of what we do for a living? Yeah, you know, that used to happen to me a lot when I first started. I saw like office telephones in a different way and I stopped touching them and I, you know, like I'll go to Victoria's Secret and see the racks of panties and I'd look around for men to be, you know, kind of moving slowly toward the panties to look through them and everything. So definitely now it's just normal though. And sometimes I'll come out and say to a man, oh, you know, what are you wearing underneath those pants? Because after a while you start to think it's normal to say these things and people really are shocked. I, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite food? Mm, it's kind of boring, but my favorite food is salad. I love salad vegetables. Um, if I don't have at least like a salad a day, then I crave it and get really cranky and grouchy. And I know that's really boring. You want me to say like um, uh, stuffed cupcakes so I can smear the cream all over my nipples <laughs> or uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I love salad. <laughs> and what kind of dressing do you like on your salad? Um, all different kinds of dressing. Uh, calm dressing. I love calm <laughs> dressing. <laughs> nice thick calm with lime. <laughs> Gotta have that acidity, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite drink? 
Um, my favorite drink is Yoohoo. Wow. Yeah, because it's great after workouts. You know, if you have a Yoohoo after workouts, um, it, it restores the protein and the sugar in your body. So, yeah, I love Yoohoo. I could drink it by the gallon. All right. What is the one thing on your wish list that you want the most? Um, I would love, I don't, you know, I just love gift cards from my wish list. There's this thing. I don't know if it's on my wish list. I have to put it on Constance. Thank you for suggesting it. It's called the body solid leg extension curl machine. I have really strong leg muscles and I can actually knock a guy down with very little effort just with my foot because my leg muscles are so big and strong. So I think a leg press that goes up to about 300 pounds would be awesome. Wow. <laughs> I'm Holy serious. crap. Don't kick me. This is all the truth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And now I want you to rank in the order of importance the traits you like the most in a submissive man. Respect, loyalty, generosity, and obedience. Um, respect is the most important in the submissive man and in, you know, the dominant man, basically anybody, you know, in my life, I give respect and I, I want the same back. Obedience would be the second in a submissive man. Generosity, yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty self-sufficient, so I don't really care too much about that. And loyalty is not really um, a priority of mine, believe it or not. Uh, I really don't care if a submissive man is um, submissive to like 10 dominant women, 20 dominant women. You know, I think the more, the merrier. Um, I'm really into sharing men and that's, that's global in my life, my callers, you know, men in my life. So I think respect and obedience are really the only important things to me. Very nice. So our next set of questions are from Cannibal from Enchantrix Empire. And as you know, he can be a little bit loopy. Um, but the questions aren't too bad, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> the first question is a three-part question I'll ask you all three at once. When was the last time you were violent? Were you in the right? And would you do it again? Oh, gee. Um, well, the last time I would I was violent would be in my dream last night when I came across Cannibal and a big field of flowers and I lifted up my leg and kicked him right in the balls and he fell down onto the flowers and the rose petals wafted up around him. So, yes, I was in the right and I would love to do it again. <laughs> I love that answer. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. The next question. What does the phrase the dark side of the moon mean to you? That's interesting. Um, the side without light, I guess. So, <laughs> I don't know. That song is before my time. Cannibal's a geezer. But anyway, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. Are you frightened of dying? No, I look forward to it. I believe, I have a strong belief in the afterlife for many reasons. So I look forward to it. Wow. I was just a little <laughs> bit taken aback. It's the first time anybody said oh. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, I'm not going to commit suicide or anything, but right. you know, to me, it's a whole new adventure. Gotcha. Okay, it's cool. All right, the next one's a two-part question. I'll ask you both. Are you worried about going mad slash crazy, and have you ever gone mad? 
Yeah, I've been nuts for a long time, Miss Constance, so <laughs> it doesn't scare me anymore. <laughs> no problem. Good deal. All right, last one from Cannibal. Do you crave or lust for money? Only Cannibal's money. No one else's. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, our next question is a bit of a asking for advice from Jizzhead from Enchantrix Empire. Okay. How, how do I convince my wife to let me spend more money on another mature metal chastity device? The one I have doesn't fit very well. It's my fault because I didn't measure correctly when I ordered it. My wife says, I'm too picky and it's a waste of money, and I should just wear the one I have. But I want it to fit right. Otherwise, it won't work properly. I thought about ordering one secretly and just switching them out, but she might be able to tell the difference in size. I don't know what's your advice. Um, my advice is to just deal with the chastity that Jizzhead has. As long as it's not hurting him or injuring, causing permanent injury, if it's just a little uncomfortable because it's not measured properly, I would say Jizzhead's wife knows best. You know, initially while you were reading that question, Miss Constance, I was going to suggest that Jizzhead get like a, a little job on the side selling lemonade or washing cars <laughs> to make the money to buy his own. But I really, <laughs> you know, I don't think he should go behind his wife's back like that. So I would say just deal with it. Great advice. All right, our next set of questions are from BFLA, um, and let's see. Is your non-LDW personality any different than the way you are on the phone with callers? And if so, how? No, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same, unfortunately for whoever. <laughs> Witchy poo. <laughs> All right, do you think of yourself as a femdom in the rest of your life? Why or why not? I never thought of myself, I never knew really that I was a femdom until I came to LDW. And when Miss Allie said, oh, you know, you'll be a perfect fit. And I was like, oh, great. But I still didn't understand why until I got to know you ladies and know the callers. And I was like, oh, that's what that is. You know, dom dominant. I'm a femdom. So, yeah, it's who I am. Um, and it just comes naturally. And I've always been this way for as long as I can remember. Awesome. All right. Name one thing about yourself you think would surprise people. Um, I am very, very empathetic. And, you know, while I'm abusing somebody on the phone or and sometimes afterwards, like during a really intense call, I'll just cry because I just feel so terrible. Even though I know that's what the caller wanted and I got really into being mean and nasty or whatever the situation might be, dominant, afterwards... Um, it's a big price to pay. And I think that might surprise some people who think that I get off on it. That's not the case. I think that definitely would surprise people. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <Thanks. laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What traits and colors interest you or excite you, not sexually excite you the most? Um, I love trusting callers. Those who call and just put themselves in my hands. I also love uh, intelligent callers uh, who can really have a great conversation. Um, I don't know. I just, there's a lot about callers I really enjoy. I can usually find something that I really enjoy in just about any caller, except the, uh, you know, the, the nasty ones. But, but they're very few and far between. Most of the men who I've spoken with, I find something that just amazes me and, and opens up a whole new world in, in personality to me. All right. 
what traits do you look for or think are the most compatible with you to be a regular client of yours? That's a good question. Um, you know, I don't do, I, okay, I'll start with the negative. I don't do well with needy callers. Um, if, if somebody needs me to pay a lot of attention to them in between calls, just because it's not who I am. I don't have any tr problem with, you know, emailing a lot or whatever. And I think it's wonderful, those who do, but it's just not who you're chuckling. It's not who I am. I lose my patience very quickly. So I think someone who's independent, who is pretty self-sufficient and who just, you know, calls once in a while, um, even a few times a week is fine or once a month or, you know, twice a year, but someone who's pretty self-sufficient and not very needy, I think, um, will get what they need from me. Um, and another type of caller will not. We'll just get very frustrated. I, I think that's very honest, and I think it's a very fair answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're I heard you chuckling like, oh, yeah. <laughs> because, it, you know, I, I'm the exact opposite, for instance. You know, I'm very, I know. You know, I yeah. communicate a lot, but that's what works for me, and that's what I right. like. And I think it's important that they see that, you know, Someone who is perhaps needy should turn to me, but someone who is looking for a hot, fun time but doesn't need all the interaction, you're perfect for them. Right, exactly. And I wish that I, I honestly wish I could be more like you, Miss Constance, honestly, and I've tried, but I just lose my patience to the point where I'm writing an email. I'm like, oh, my fucking God already. You know, <laughs> so I, that's no good. It's no good for them and it's no good for right. you. So, you know, being honest about it is the best thing, I think. Yeah, and you know, I've had some callers who have called me since I started with LDW, and it's sometimes picky. I'm not picky. I don't judge people. I I'm not that easy. You know, I'm not that easy to deal with, to be quite honest. And, you know, after doing this for 10 years in various ways, there's no, you can't really fake it anymore. You know, you are who you are. I am who I am, and I can't get on the phone every day and, and act a part. So that's, that's really the honest answer. That's an excellent answer. Thank right. you. Next one, does your family and close friends know you work in the phone sex business? Some do and some don't. It, I don't really keep it a secret. Um, it's something that I, I, I actually am proud of. I think it, I, I love the phone sex business. I love the callers, um, the women who do it, everything about it, the business itself. So some do and some don't. I don't meet somebody and say, oh, hi, guess what? You know, I'm a phone sex mistress. But if it comes up, it comes up. Fair enough. Um, how long do you see yourself staying a phone sex mistress? Do you see yourself leaving for other pursuits? And what, if anything, would make you leave? Uh, I see myself doing this into old age, <laughs> becoming like the oldest milf around, even though I'm not a mom. But, you know, um, I'm a doggy mom. So I, I don't see myself leaving to do anything because I already do other things. You know, uh, if I if I have an urge to go try a career, I've done that in the past few years. You know, go try a career. Do you like it? You don't like it? Okay, don't keep doing it anymore. Um, this is a wonderful way to live the life that we want to live. So I don't see myself leaving for anything. Good. Then you and I will be 80 years old saying hi. <laughs> Sounds good. Take off your pants, Sonny. <laughs> And you'll be like, ah, oh, now, Melanie, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one from BFLA. How did you get into the phone sex business? Um, how did I get into it? I, I ended up in a chat room one day and um, I saw like 
it was a sex chat room because like I said, I've never really been able to get enough. And so I was in this sex chat room and I guess the phone sex girl was advertising in the chat room with her link. And I went to the link and I was like, oh my God, this is a thing. I can't believe it. So that's how I got into it. You're like, I can make money doing what I already love to do. Fuck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Our next set of questions are from Steph, who is also from Enchantrix Empire. And the first one is, when was the first time you made love in the backseat mm. of a car? Okay. The first time was about, let's see, seven years ago in the backseat of a car at Coney Island. And <laughs> it's a rented car. <laughs> and I don't know why I was there with my boyfriend at the time. And we just went into the back and started having sex. And then a policeman came up and he drove up. <laughs> we quickly put our clothes on. So, yeah. Now I'm going to be checking out the backseat of every rental car I rent for the rest of my life. Just like you can't look I know, at phones and go into Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Now I'm going to be looking at rental car backseats. <laughs> Gross, right? <laughs> All right. What was your most memorable date? Um, my most memorable date was probably a first date. When I was in college, I went on a first date with this guy who uh, said we were going to a nice dinner and he took me to this meeting, like this crazy meeting, and it turned out to be he was in some militia. And he was trying to, like, recruit attractive women into the militia so that we could then go out and recruit men into the militia. So <laughs> once I realized what this meeting was, they started reading from the constitution not that i'm against the constitution but they were like crazy like oklahoma city kind of crazy you know and and um i was like i gotta go when i left so that was a memorable date and i didn't get my dinner wow that's that's a fucked up date right there <laughs> I know. well new york you know new york city you meet all kinds <laughs> all right last one from steph if you could be any female singer past present or future who would you be and why i i would be taylor swift yeah, um, I really respect Taylor Swift because she is young. She has a good head on her shoulders. She writes all her own music, and she's always been talented. She she cares about her family. You know, she doesn't drink. She doesn't do drugs. Not that I'm against those things, but she, she is a very good role model for uh, young women, uh, teenagers, 20-somethings, and even above. And I think that she's very talented and a good person. So that's who I would be. Awesome. Great choice. All Thank right. You. So we know your blog is teasprincess.com. Are you on any social media sites like Tumblr or Twitter? Yep, I have a Tumblr and a Twitter. I, you know, I wasn't really active with my Tumblr and Twitter over the winter because I was like a, in a frozen icicle state, but um, I'm active again. So my Tumblr is HTTP, you know, the slash thing, phone sex princess, the number four and the letter U. .tumblr.com. And how about your Twitter? My Twitter is tweeting hottie, all one word, tweeting hottie. Awesome. And are you on Yahoo or Skype? Yep, I'm on Yahoo and Skype. I don't usually have them open because it I have to use a special computer in the house to do it and it's like in a really inconvenient place, but um Yahoo and Skype, my name is Empress Melanie, all one word, Empress Melanie. Awesome. And if they need to reach you via one of those, they can email you at melanie at enchantrixempire.com. Yes. Email would be the best way. 
Awesome. And Miss Melanie, I have to say thank you so much for doing this interview with me. It has been a blast. It has been fun. Thanks, Miss Constance. Love you much. You're so <laughs> welcome. And if you would like to speak to Mistress Melanie one-on-one, you can reach her at 1-800-601-7259.